The Fantasy Basketball Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to betterfantasy.com backslash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com backslash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io backslash SGPN. That's SoBet. Dot io backslash sgpn and of course don't forget to download the sgpn app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts hello and welcome into the fantasy basketball podcast presented by the sports gambling podcast network i'm your host justin bruni joining me as always is my co-host and confidant steven Hammond. uh happy wednesday sir how are we doing happy hump day we're doing good. We've been waiting uh, for some basketball after the All-Star break. Starting to get the itch, so it'll be here tomorrow, and I can't wait. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Steve. I thought that we had basketball back today. Mind you, Ooh. I thought that was that like a couple of days ago. Like It wasn't like this morning I woke up thinking, like, oh, I'm getting basketball. But for some yeah. reason in my head, I had Wednesday circled on the calendar, and that was incorrect. So, yeah, still holding down here. Um Cornering a lot of hockey bets. <laughs> Cornering a lot of hockey yeah. bets. That's, the NHL is about all we got. So, yeah, that's what we've been riding with. Um, we did, I, I believe you and I both got in on some all-star game action because, you know, we were getting the itch. Uh, what was your, you know, kind of reaction from the all-star uh, weekend? Uh, so, I, I feel like as it progressed, it maybe got a little bit better. Um, I really enjoyed the game. I thought it was right. entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. Saturday night, though. I could do uh, with about, yeah. I mean, the dunk contest was absolutely atrocious. It got dragged on sh- social media, rightfully so. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you, le- you got to at least make the dunks if you're in the dunk contest. Um, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns, a center, winning the three-point competition. Uh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, it's cool. It's cool, but not ideal. You know, you look around the league, all the sharpshooters that we have, uh, that should be just like a Steph Curry show. In fact, I, I feel like and still until Steph Curry retires, they should just have a competition like who can beat Steph. Like, cause yeah. you watch the all-star game itself, which like, like to your point, it was fun. It was, it was a good, it was a good watch. At least like, you know, if you just love constant threes and dunks, I mean, there was no mm-hmm. defense whatsoever. Right. Um, it was nice to see that it was a close game. A lot of people had Team LeBron covering the six points. Uh, kind of fool's gold, you know, in a, in a game where no one plays defense and there's just constant shooting and shooting and shooting. Uh, I believe it did not quite go over the the total. I think it was just under. Um, but I believe the number was at like 218 for most of the week, so a lot of people got in on that. Uh, skills competition, couldn't agree more. Terrible. Uh, the very beginning was super confusing. Um, the Cavs versus the rookies versus the Antetokounmpo's. That was just like odd. 
And every single one of those like little groups was pretty dysfunctional at different times during their little competition. So that was a really weird start. Honestly, I did not watch the three-point competition. I can't remember what I watched that night, but it was not that. And I came back when the dunk competition came on and wow, wow I was just like, put me to bed. Like, my goodness, what is going on here? Um, yeah, I mean, not really much to say other than that. It wasn't great. All-Star game itself was pretty okay, but we were complaining last week and it was kind of funny. We alluded to Aaron, Aaron Gordon uh, last Wednesday about like, man, where did the days of Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine go? And then sure as hell, that's where everybody went on Twitter on Saturday during the dunk competition. I mean, Jalen Green couldn't get anything up. Uh, Shaq was completely disinterested. Like, I, I love the the meme on Twitter of someone showing the evolution of the dunk contest, and it's um, I believe it was Shaq recording Kobe like on mm-hmm. his um, like on like a flip phone or something like that, and then they show him to you know Saturday night, and he's just completely out of it. He's like practically asleep. So. Good, but not great. They can really do better with the skills competition. I felt like, you know, LeBron, Steph, and these other stars, they were dunking. They were high flying in that all-star game. Why can't you just bring mm-hmm. your best dunk? Why can't you play in the three-point competition? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Yeah, you almost wish that just the events that they have on the Saturday, just have it people who are in the all-star game. There's mm-hmm. obviously yeah. all they're the best athletes in the NBA. Um, just see, don't, don't bring in these, not scrubs, but you know, not these headliners and, right. uh, yeah, just Green was a, was a dunk contest scrub. Jalen Green is a yes. dunk contest yes. scrub. Like, sorry, bud, but that was, that was terrible. Like that, that was awful. Put up a dunk. I think they showed a highlight of somebody with a layup in the nineties. That was better. <laughs> that was better. Like objectively, it was like the dude went down. Yeah, he didn't dunk it, but the ball went in the hole the first try. The first try, he didn't need seven damn dunk attempts. It's just crazy. Let's move on from the all star all star talk here. We got Chris Paul being out another six to eight weeks. Rest in peace, my fantasy team. It was already missing Paul George. You know, we were we were kind of holding off for a while there with Chris Paul leading the way. Now I'm missing Paul. Paul George. It's gonna hurt. All fantasy playoffs, pretty much done for the fantasy season here. Uh, any winners and losers in this uh, in this injury, Steve? Anything to be had from the uh, not from the waiver wire, but from these other guys uh, that are in the starting lineup, whether it's Booker or Bridges or Crowder or Aiton or maybe one of the number of bench players that they have. I know we'll talk about the guards here in a second about who's best available yeah. for pickup. But who do you think are some winners and losers in this um, in the rest of the lineup here? Uh, obviously, Devin Booker is going to shoulder more of the load um, than he had been. I think he's capable of doing it, so you could s- expect an uptick in his production. I, I do think Mikel Bridges is going to have to take on a little bit bigger of a role for them to keep rolling how they have been. Um, I mm-hmm. think you, there's going to be assists to be had with Chris Paul out of the lineup, obviously. So it may be Mikel Bridges, and then some of these guys we're going to talk about here on the waiver wire. Yeah, I my the two names that I circled were Bridges and Booker. I think Booker's usage is gonna, you know, pull vault to like top five probably in the NBA. He's gonna be scoring. He's gonna be distributing. You know, Bridges, same thing. He's gonna be scoring more. It's not like I believe there's gonna be like a ton more rebounds to go around. So I expect those two, their their usage to go up quite a bit here. Uh, I guess let's just jump right into the talk of the uh, the waiver wire and these guards here. You know, people are jumping to Aaron Holiday, they're jumping to Cameron Payne, maybe even Laundry Shamant. Um, who is also available there. He, he's uh, injured. Cameron Payne is also coming back from an injury. So they're like kind of considered day-to-day. But I believe Cameron Payne still 
carries an injury designation on Yahoo. Uh, but he's up to 41% rostered, 36% in the last day. So he was sitting at about 5%. Aaron Holiday is only at 11%, and he is at a 10% roster rate. So between uh, Holiday, Payne, and Shaman, like who do you prefer going forward here? Is there like a clear-cut uh, option for fantasy owners who are going to be missing out on Chris Paul for the rest of the season, most likely, the fantasy season? I think for me it's campaign. Um, he just has the experience in the offense. He, If he was healthy, he would have been there, uh, back up there. So I think he, as long as he's healthy and in the lineup, he'll be um, he'll be the key guy there. Um, mm-hmm. But until then, if we see him miss some more time um, after the All-Star break, I, I do think Aaron Holiday is going to be the guy to slide in there. Um, maybe it'll be a little short-lived streaming option here or there. Right, um, right. But yeah, I think campaign is going to take over the bulk of it for the, obviously the rest of the season. Yeah, you put nail um, uh, hammer to nail there with the, uh, the the short-term stream for Aaron Holiday. Excuse me. Uh, I feel like Aaron Holiday is going to be the answer for like this week, this 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 coming week, and maybe a little bit of the starting of the following week. We have games up against OKC, New Orleans, and Utah through the the twenty seventh. So that gets us through this uh, this last week for me in, in one league. It's the last week of the regular season. I have another league where I have a couple weeks left. Um, I expect Aaron Holiday to get that u- that little bit of extra usage this week and early of next. And once Cameron Payne does get back fully healthy, like I expect him to kind of carry off probably to the end of our fantasy playoffs. So I think Aaron Holiday is a decent buy out of the gate here with this injury. Like you know, for these first couple of games, you'll, we'll see what we get. But realistically, at the, at the end of the day, I, I feel like you know Devin Booker is going to shift down the lineup. He's going to be getting that more usage at the one and two and i feel like holiday still could fit in a little bit better here he's shooting really well this season he's at 48 percent, which is a career high for him he's about he's up about eight percent from his career average which is which is pretty nice i didn't know he was uh, shooting so well um obviously coming over from in that move from the wizards here getting you know potentially an opportunity with chris paul out i do think that he could be a sneaky option down the stretch we just haven't seen any action whatsoever i mean this was all pretty much announced during the all-star game so I do think that campaign probably has a slight edge, you know, season long for the rest of the year. But, you know, like you said, in this short term here, while we're still kind of feeling things out and, you know, seeing what we're getting out of these players, I feel like Aaron Holiday should probably be owned. And and they're pretty much owned in like every league, you know, like, you know, after the, yeah, what, four days off since just the All-Star game alone. The three mm-hmm. Yeah, people have been all over it. Um, but Aaron Holiday, only 11% rostered on Yahoo platforms. Cameron Payne at 41. So one of those guys should be available, mostly going to Paul owners. I feel like, you know, there's going to be lesser opportunities available if, if you don't, you know, have that extra roster spot. Me and Definitely. every other Chris Paul, Paul owner. Yeah, we're, we get it. I don't even know what to do with him. Like, I, should I even waste the injury spot for him? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really seem like he holds much value with six to eight right. weeks at this time in the season, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know what to do with that. Like, I feel like I should have him off my roster, but. I don't know. It's it was a fractured thumb. Like for a 36 year old guard with that many miles under his legs, you'd figure like something like this, this late in the year, it'd be like a knee or an ankle mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep. You know, but man, Chris Paul having a great year too, by the way, like absolutely loved everything he's put down on the floor this season. Uh, carried me the entire way through the year. He's kept me in first place for, I don't know how long, even with Paul George out, I, w- I was holding off the rest of the pack, but I, in that league, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just dead as good Friday. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Denny Advia of the Washington Wizards. Man, this dude's on a tear 
five straight games in double-digit scoring, six straight games with 25-plus minutes, and four out of his last five, he's got 30 minutes of uh, time on the floor here. What do you think, Steve? Is he, is he, uh, is he worth the ad? He's only 21% rostered. Yeah, I think he's worth the ad. I mean, obviously, the Wizards spent a high pick on him. They're going to be invested in him to see him develop. Um, with some of the moves that they made at the deadline, I think this has opened up minutes for him. Obviously, if he's sitting in that 30, 30 minutes a night game, he's going to give you double-digit points, and he'll make a push at double-digit rebounds. Obviously, won't get there all the time, but he'll be in that mix. So I think this is a player you should be adding right now. Is there any concern for you with uh, Porzingis potentially coming back in this next game? He's a game time decision for tomorrow, or I'm yeah. sorry, two days two days from now. Two days from now they play. Yeah, I guess it's a bit of a concern. Um, maybe you want to hold off until you see what his minutes look like. But I also feel like this is one if you don't jump on it now, um, mm. it, it could be gone. Come. Porzingis being back or when Porzingis is fully in the mix, getting full minutes um, mm-hmm. with his new team. It, so it might be too late by that point. Right. I just think he has a lot more upside than Kadavi or Caldwell Pope. You know, Kadavis Caldwell Pope. I, th- Pope. I think he's got more upside than him. Yeah. Corey Kisbert, I feel like is kind of like a wash. Like I'd actually like to see Kisbert get some more action, get some more minutes. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm not I, really sure. I'm not really sure I if like, they move Kyle Kuzma down the lineup, you know, when they bring Porzingis in. Yeah, I, I would assume they do a bit. Um, I, I like Kispert. He's just he struggles with consistency. Um, some mm. nights he'll be absolutely shooting shooting the three ball at a yep. very high level, and then the next you could see him go you know one of seven. Um, yeah. So so a little bit more consistency there, but I like the upside here. Uh, he's getting he's getting a lot of minutes. Like I just like to see him do a little bit more with it. You know, he had uh, was it sixteen points in his last game, thirty two minutes. Uh, nine, four, and one. A game before that, with the thirty minutes, ten, four, and a steal. The game before that, so yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty spot on there with the just up and down um, peaks and valleys of his play. Twelfth, um, he had twenty three and six, pretty solid. But that's his best game in his his last uh, last five. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely some opportunity there for Advia. Uh, I, it doesn't look like they have him in the starting lineup, but at any point in time, he can plug into the you know you know one th- or two through four. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and actually, I guess while we're just on the, the topic of the Wizards, we'll just kind of shift down to Raul Neto, who is our one of our next guys up. Uh, he's only 10% rostered. He's getting more playing time. I know we've mentioned him and Ish uh, Smith both, but no real movement on these guys. I mean, honestly, I would almost prefer having like Raul Neto or Ish Smith to take over for Chris Paul on my, one of my teams, you know, like because at least I know they're getting that usage there. It's not like Bradley Beal's playing alongside him or another ball dominator. You know, they're just pretty much eating out of each other's roles here. Who would you rather have going forward, Raul Neto or Ish Smith? Probably Raul Neto. Um, I feel like we've just seen him be able to string together a few more uh, outings that are Mm -hmm. of good numbers and I think actually Mm -hmm. can play a key role for your fantasy team. Um, So I'd probably lean Neto for now. Maybe if Ish Smith settles in on that offense, he can Mm -hmm. take over that. Um, But until I see that, I have to go Neto. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and Neto is just a little bit younger, a little bit more athletic still, in my opinion. You know, Ish Smith, more of a smaller distributor type of guard. So I, th- I think Neto has a more uh, all-around um, you know, upside to him over Ish Smith. But they're both playing about a fair amount of minutes here. So uh, just definitely a situation you want to monitor. You know, I would say both of those guys, if you don't own them, they should be on watch list uh, for sure. All right, next up we have uh, Jackson Hayes of the New Orleans Pelicans. He has um, kind of an interesting path to his usage here. Uh, the team... 
uh, benched Devontae Graham, and they moved C.J. McCollum to the point guard position. They moved Brandon in- Ingram back up top again, back to the, the shooting guard position, which I think is great. Much better to start him up high rather than down low. And then you have Herbert Jones at the at the three, and now you have Jackson Hayes starting at the four here. I really like this situation for Jackson Hayes, and he's been playing really well here. Uh, what do you think about him, Steve? Yeah, I think you can get a guy who's going to be in the starting lineup. He was sitting as their backup center for much of the year, you know, popping in when they had injuries here and there. Um, mm. and, and you're just going to get him at a huge discount, only 30% rostered right now, and his minutes are just going to increase. Um, so I, I think this is a really good ad, um, especially if you're, you know, f- struggling for rebounds, um, block mm. shots, anything like that. And he's very low turnover. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, when when he's getting the ball, he's he's going to the he's cutting to the basket. You know, he's he's not hanging mm-hmm. on to it for sure. Um, has collected a couple assists in his last three games, three assists last three games, and the rebounds eh, they're kind of tough with uh with who he's got around him. You know, uh, still have you know Willie Hernan Gomez coming off the bench, uh, Valenciunas. You know, he's he's a vacuum collects everything down low. Um, not really too worried about Herbert Jones. They're going to kind of play into each other's roles, mixing back and forth from the three and the four. So, yeah, I think it's a very good situation. Only thirty percent owned in uh, our on Yahoo platform, so cl- clearly there has not been an adjustment made by the public. Definitely someone you want to get in on if you're searching for that little bit of extra value. Uh, in his last appearance on the seventeenth, eighteen and six, thirteen five and two. The game before that, fourteen three and one. The game before that, definitely a more steadier role here with um, Devontae Graham moving to the bench, which I also like too. Um, he's actually still playing a decent amount of minutes, just not not being a starter. All right, next up we have is Goran Dragic, who is now a Brooklyn Net. For some reason, on this player card here, it still says San Antonio Spurs. That is not correct. <laughs> he is now in the Nets. This is a really weird situation, Steve. Our, before Very we really weird. dive in, yeah, before we dive really into the Nets here and just like kind of scratch our heads a little bit, like, are you a buyer of Goran Dragic? Just kind of keeping it simple. I'm going to pass on him. I just think. Uh, to have much fantasy impact, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be able to churn any of that out this year. Do I think he'll right. probably have an impact to the actual team of the Nets? Yeah, if they make a deep playoff run, he'll mm-hmm. probably p- play a role off the bench. Um, but there's so many moving pieces right now with the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> and now I think it was just announced, I don't know if it was yesterday, last night maybe, Um Kyrie might by March 15th, he's going to be able to start playing games in Brooklyn again. Yes. Um, yes. I did so, see that. So right there, that's going to eat into Drajic. You know, if Kyrie was still going to miss that time, I might be monitoring the situation a little bit more. Um, but also they're going to, I, I would assume we're going to see Ben Simmons here um, soon after the break. Yeah. That's so that's the first thing that I have up on this is Ben, Ben Simmons and all the other guards, right? Like, I don't know how we could even believe Goran Dragic would have fantasy uh, value or have an impact whatsoever. You have like nearly seven players that you can start anywhere from the one through the three. Yeah. You have Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, now Dragic, Patty Mills, Cam Thomas, Seth Curry, Bruce Brown. Like the lineup management between now and March 15th is going to be a nightmare. I don't care how smart. Steve Nash thinks that he is, this is going to be a shit show between now and then because you're going to have Kyrie still coming in and out of the lineup. You don't know when you're getting Simmons yet. When he gets there, you're going to have another, you know, factor to play into, right? Like, we got to try this guy out. We got to see what works with him. You know, you can draw stuff up on a board all you want, practice all you want. You know, it's 
It's a lot different once you got someone right in, with a hand in your face. You know what I mean? Or in, in the in the fighting world, they say it's a lot different until someone punches you in the face. But mm-hmm. the NBA, they frown upon that. There's no, no <laughs> five minutes in the box. Um, but you know what I mean? Like there's 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 like so much literally like experimenting and testing that they're going to have to do. Meanwhile, players like Seth Curry and Cam Thomas, I, I believe they're going to take hits from this at some point. Like I've been relying on Cam Thomas production. I want him to stay having a healthy roll of minutes here. I have no idea what's going to happen to his workload. You know, it's a very confusing situation. To your point about the run, like, you know, why this even made sense for the Nets. Like, let me, I'll, I'll just throw this out there. Does Goran Dragic, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, KD, Andre Drummond, does that starting five, you know, signify Eastern Conference Finals for you? Are they going to the, the ECF? I Healthy, all healthy. Durant comes back doing Durant things. I could see, I could see a run at it. Yes, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be interesting how mm. Steve Nash. First off, Steve Nash has been terrible all year at how he's been getting his players' minutes. I haven't been a fan um, of lineup management, but I also think we're going to see Ben Simmons. Like, what role is he really going to have? You know, in with for this team, does he play more of like a three role? They don't ask mm. him to do much offensively. They use his size. Um, yeah, just so many question marks here. I just don't see it happening. This is a this is a NBA team that leads the league in isolation calls. You know what I mean? Like that's been their offense the entire season. I don't know how having all of these guys come in for the last quarter of the year and into the playoffs and they won't be all 100% healthy. I can tell you that like they could all get there. They could all they could all be healthy when the playoffs start, but that doesn't mean they've been playing together healthy before the playoffs start. And to figure all of that out with all of these new factors if I'm the other team and I see any sort of run, if I see the the, the Nets up on a 10-2 run, uh, a 14-5 run, something like that, I'm playing Hack of Simmons. I'm sending oh, that yeah. to the line all day. Oh, you're off the couch, pal? You're going to the free throw line now, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like there's still a lot of ways to beat this team. I love you know the options of having KD and Andre Drummond coming out of the paint. Like, I feel like that's going to be awesome to see those two play together down low. I feel like there's going to be a lot of damage done. But mixing all of that in, with all of these other weapons that they have, ball dominators like Curry, set volume shooters like, uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, ball dominators like Kyrie Irving, and volume shooters like Seth Curry, like, and then Ben Simmons is pretty much a ball dominator too. I mean, like he's he's going to want to get his as far as the the box score goes. He doesn't care about points, but damn to hell if he's not going to get his ten assists and ten rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just don't know where how and it's all going to fit together long term. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff that's going to work here for sure. I just don't see it uh, panning out this season. I, I I just can't get out get all in on it. But I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, last year we saw them at times struggle with consistency when they brought in James Harden um, mm-hmm. and, and just gelling all together. Um, my one argument is Kevin Durant that that right there he he could carry oh, a sure. team like sure. like no other in the NBA. So if he comes back healthy, that's one argument I see for them going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna put, you know, if you want to put KD at the shooting guard, sure, let's let's make it happen. <laughs> you know, I, I'm ser- I'm serious. Like, I would I would legit do that with this lineup, like because you have so many options, you can be very very creative with the pieces that they have. It's just how quickly are you going to be able to get the get on the you know get running on this? You know, like get everybody on on the same page. I don't know if it's going to happen, but yeah, if Kevin Durant's standing at the top of the key and he's the first person to get the ball over half court, yeah, everyone's in trouble pretty much. Like, I, I get that yeah. for sure. You try to double that, and you have these other options. It's going to be a problem. But if he's coming out, if he's coming out of the paint, and he's playing as a power forward, and they're just going to let him run ISOs the same way that they did for the first half of the season, 
it's not going to work out. Like they they got they got to change it up for sure. So sounds like we're holding off on Grand Dragic. We went down a little deep dive there for the Nets. That's okay. That yeah. was like a good deep <laughs> Nets talk. Um, next up on our waiver wire list here, we've got Justice Winslow. I typically don't put in uh, roster ownership at, at over forty percent. He's at fifty percent right now, but I think it is necessary to mention him because it's plus twenty three percent across the last day, and we've of course had a you know big hiatus here, a week-long hiatus from fantasy action and regular NBA games. So, I mean, what's not to love here, Steve? Like the, like the dude's absolutely on fire. He's on fire, and they've been winning lately. Um, you've seen his, his minutes go, spike above 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think you have to. The Trailblazers know that they're just kind of rolling a team out right now, and Justin's Win- Win- Justice Winslow is a piece that they're going to see if there's anything left in it before, You know, when they're evaluating mm-hmm. their roster because they're going to be in a full rebuild. <laughs> they're undefeated since the, the trade deadline where they moved CJ McCollum. Yeah. They're undefeated. This team has beaten the Knicks, the Bucks, the Memphis Grizzlies. They beat the Memphis mm-hmm. Grizzlies with this roster. Like, I'm impressed. Like, I, I I can't lie. Like, people are calling them, you know, like a G League team now. They've won four in a row. Like, I don't know. It's kind of disrespectful, man. I mean, these dudes are out here just trying to ball. Um, point of reference for a Justice Winslow owners, like, yeah, the stats have been there. He's 16, 7, and 3, 13, 10, and 4. 14, 5, and 6, 11, 8, and 3, 12, 7, and 3. That's his last five games. Amazing production. Uh, Yusef Nurkic is also out. He, he is out. He's going to be out of this next game. What is this guy's name? I can't remember. It's like Trenton Wat- Watkin or something like that. Where is where is this guy? Trenton Watford. Trenton Watford. Trenton so Watford. Like, I don't know who this guy is, but he just earned himself a four-year deal worth $5.8 million. Play basketball, kids. Keep shooting hoops because someday it could pay off big. Uh, no no clue who this dude is. Not on my radar whatsoever. Um, with that, I am all in on Justice Winslow. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> they are starting literally like nobody alongside him here. Where did, where did their depth chart go? Behind Watford, you have Drew Eubanks. E yikes! Behind mm-hmm. Justice Winslow, you've got Greg Brown. Like, yeah, you can expect you can expect Winslow's minutes to keep just cranking, even with Nurkic coming back. They have literally no depth behind these guys. Uh, they've they've shut down Joe Ingles for the season. He was acquired in a trade. Uh, who else they got? Uh, CJ Ellaby, I guess, could play some minutes at the four, but like, I don't think you trust that. Greg Brown, this could be anybody who. That, Hell's Greg Brown? Yeah, see, like, yeah, they're, they're that sounds like a created player. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like they're they're picking dudes up off the streets. They may very well have a G League team, but they're on fire right now. Justice Winslow, 34 fantasy points, 40, 37, 38, 32 his last five games. Guys, if he's available, you have to have to have to get this guy. Categories, points, leagues, whatever it is, he's a must must own. Again, 50 percent rostered. It's a higher rate here, but it's a coin flip. If he's there, you got to add him. Yeah, 10 steals also in his last. Five games. That's great. That's great. Ten. Holy hell! Yeah, shit. You're right. He had a four steal game again on the ninth. That's nuts. So yeah, it's all there for Winslow. Go out and get him, guys. All right. Next up, we've got uh, Maxi Kleber of the Dallas Mavericks. He's playing a little bit better here recently. Steve, thirty five percent rostered. The past couple of games before the break were solid. Are you a buyer of Kleber? Or is this just kind of like a flash in the pan moment? You know, do, do you like Kleber? Do you like Dwight Powell more? What do you think here? I think I like Kleber more than Dwight Powell. Um, but I'm not necessarily screaming for Mac Maxi Kleber. I sure. think he's gonna he's gonna be a streaming option here or there in categories. I think you might pick him up um if you're targeting um 
rebounds. You're, you know, you need some points on a random Thursday. Um, but yeah, this is this is really just a streaming option for me right now. I got you. Yeah, I mean they're really thin down in the paint. So honestly, like I'll take any one of these guys. I'll, I'll take Maxi Kleber. I'll take Dwight Powell. Um, I do think there's going to be some inconsistency there in like minute distribution. I believe mm-hmm. they have Powell as the starter. I just feel like you're going to get you know a hot Powell night, a cold Kleber night, and vice versa, yep. back and forth, back and forth. You know, other than those two guys, you're looking at Dorian Finney-Smith now starting at the four. Davis Bertans is a backup as well. Like they've still got uh, Bobin uh, Marjanovic, but like he's barely playing. You know, getting on the floor. So I don't know. I think it's a good situation for either of those guys, Dwight Powell or Maxi Kleber. Kind of take your pick if you're looking for um, you know points and rebounds. You know, that's what they're going to provide. Uh, Kleber, by the way, did actually have was it five blocks two games ago? It's six across his last two games. Pretty solid. It's pretty solid. Oh yeah, definitely some uh, situation to monitor. Uh, last one up here, we've got uh, James Wiseman, who is now playing G League ball. You ready to get him on your team, Steve? I I just don't think he's he's another one like Drajic. He's coming in too late to his situation. I don't think he's going to mm-hmm. have much of a fantasy upside. Um, <laughs> we've we've seen what his struggles have been since he's gotten mm-hmm. into the league with the Warriors and kind mm-hmm. of gelling, finding his role with this team, and then obviously you got to throw in Clay now. Um, I just don't think it, there's really going to be much upside for fantasy owners. Possibly, you know, if your team's set up, you've been dominating the regular season and you want to, you know, throw mm-hmm. a dart at a guy who has some upside on a good team. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I'm going to hold off. Yeah. So with James, yeah, with James Wiseman, I'm going to hold off as well. You know, but even when he comes back, I still see uh, kind of like a minutes limitation. And by the time we get past all of that, it's probably good, probably going to be well into the fantasy playoffs. Um, they also have, <coughs> excuse me, Draymond Green coming back soon. Uh, we'll actually talk about um, shortly here. He's going to be coming back soon, but probably around the same time that Wiseman comes back. And his value is not something that I'm pursuing. So I don't know why, you know, at the same time I would pursue Wiseman. But, you know, between the two, between Chris Paul and James Wiseman, probably want to own James Wiseman on your injury slot instead of Chris Paul, right? Like, He's closer to being yeah. back in, into a lineup and getting you production. Like if you're trying to, you know, like it, the injury slot on your team, it can be used to your advantage. If you see somebody coming back, like there was all these like murmurs about J- Jamal Murray coming back after the all-star game out. I was holding him for a minute. Obviously mm-hmm. that's like, you know, really deep, like ask. Right. But I mean, I was using it for Michael Porter for a long time. I was using it for Brooke Lopez for a long time. You just get to that point where, you know, you're done. Like you're just like, all right, cool. They've, they've given me enough information where I can bail on this, which, Sounds like the case for Chris Paul with James Wiseman, though. He's kind of on the reversal. Yeah, he's not available right now, but he's kind of trending to being available. Um, but again, it's just it, I feel like it's cutting it too close. I think you're right. Um, with that, let's move over to our safe drop cam- uh, candidates. I've kind of peeped Draymond Green there. Uh, but before we do, let's hit a quick word from the sponsors. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and of course, college football. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Check out the bet $5 to win 400 in free bets. Also, you can win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in Los Angeles. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. 
You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. You can't beat it. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors, just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Okay, so we're back. We're going to be going over our safe drop candidates in fantasy. First couple of guys here are just key injury players. We got Draymond Green, who we had mentioned. Uh, Steve, as I just said, like I feel like it's going to be a little bit too late. Three to four weeks from now, you're going to be probably like in the last week of your fantasy playoffs or the second to last week, just depending on the schedule. Um, doesn't doesn't seem worth it for me, and obviously only a certain amount of rosters are going to own him where they're in contentions for deep fantasy runs. So are, are you in the same boat? Like we can set sail on Draymond Green this year? Yeah, I, I think that he's not going to have too much. And even when he plays, it's it's good numbers, um, obviously, because he can get it. He gets them in all different categories, but it, it's just not enough to be clogging up a roster spot right now. Especially if you're fighting fighting to make make the playoffs, it, mm-hmm. it's not going to do anything for you. Oh yeah, absolutely agreed. If you're in that mode of, of chasing down a six or five seed, yeah, you definitely do not want this guy on your team. You know, but again, he's got the injury slot. So I mean, if you can afford that, fine. But you might have a guy like you know, I think Chris Duarte is going to be back soon. I I had to drop yeah. him uh, so so I could add somebody. Um, so yeah, I mean, th- there's some guys that are, do have the injury designation that could be coming back. You want to try to hold it for those guys. But I think Draymond's a pretty safe. Uh, stay away from for now. Production, I would have loved to have in the fantasy playoffs. I'll tell you that. Um, next up, Zion Williamson. Steve, this dude is 77% owned. Hasn't played a single game all season. I've been telling people well before the All-Star break that this dude wasn't going to play a single game this year because the team's bad. They're not good. Why would Zion come back if they're just terrible? There's no point to risk it, right? Now we're seeing that he's going to need potentially a second surgery on his right foot. The rehabbing didn't go well. The five on, whatever, the one-on-ones, two-on-twos, they didn't go well. Like It's been setback after setback. Why is this dude still owned at such a high rate? Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. I think we kind of saw this coming way earlier in the season, so fantasy owners shouldn't even have him on there now. You can definitely drop him now. I mean, if you if anyone saw that um, clip from J.J. Reddick kind of going in on him and on ESPN, mm-hmm. kind of ripping into him for not being a good teammate, things along that, He's not coming back. He doesn't want to play in New Orleans. He doesn't want to play with these people. The C.J. McCollum trade did nothing for him. Um, I think Zion Williamson, yeah, I think he – it's going to be interesting to see where his future really is. Doesn't look like we'll get any action with the Pelicans. Easy drop. C.J. McCollum's a great get. Like great I, I, get. I would love to have CJ McCollum on the Bulls. I mean, obviously we're we're set on scoring, but man, like any other time in the past three years, like sign me up for some CJ for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I, I I don't understand that. I do. I really did like that move. I don't know if that's like the move to keep Zion. Apparently not. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I get that. But bro, they weren't going out to trade for Ja, and you're not getting shipped to Memphis anytime soon. So you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to want to play, but I believe he's a free agent after the season now. Well, I think he's got one more, right? This is third year. I don't know. I can see if I can pull it up here, but I thought this was the last season. I thought he was a free agent after this year, but I could be wrong. I yeah, I just think if I was New Orleans, I'd be I get it. It's hard to pass on, you know, what what has been labeled as a generational talent, but it seems like he doesn't want to be there. He's never gonna buy into what you're doing, um, no matter who you bring around him. Um mm-hmm. and you, think, you know, it's just kind of think he's doing the whole on. Do you think he's doing the whole weight thing like like James Harden? Or do you think like this is like a real concern like long term? I I don't think he's necessarily doing it like James Harden. I think it's something where it's probably easy mm-hmm. for him to put on weight and then with some of these injuries adding up, he's not, you know, getting out there exercising nearly enough. Um <laughs> I, I just think like you tell him, Steve. He hasn't yeah, right. Uh he <laughs> hasn't gotten out there and really proved to the Pelicans that Mm -hmm. or the league of where he's at he hasn't given them the time of day and so why should they honor his you know if he wants to trade why honor it right right so you're you you are right he is good through the 2023 season so not this offseason but the following he will be a free agent a very movable contract though only 13 million so i think we we may uh, need to expect that to come um, I agree with you. It doesn't sound like he's interested. I agree with JJ Redick. He doesn't sound interested in uh, playing for the Pelicans or being a part of this unit. Him and CJ have not spoken since uh, the deadline, since he was moved there. CJ claimed that he was going to do something about that, but it seems like like Zion being MIA from the organization has become kind of a normal thing. Like, do- doesn't seem like it's a big red flag to anybody in the building. Um, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Uh, your 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 greatest assets just you know chilling at home, you know eating waffles all day. Like, come on, man! Like, what the hell? Stay on top of it. Definitely something to follow uh, in, in the coming uh, off season. We'll see what we get. All right, a couple more guys up here. We got uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Ouch! I didn't know I was going to be like this right about this. I mean, I knew like he was going to take a bit of a backseat, but. Stevie's got minutes. He's not doing anything, man. I I know. I was wrong. I apologize to all the listeners about this. I was hoping for more from Spencer Dinwiddie, and he he's getting the minutes. It's not anything like that. He's just not yeah. turning that into any production. Well, the big issue is is that like Jalen and Luca, they won't come out of the game, man. They're both yeah. playing over thirty-seven minutes in their last four games. Luca hit forty-one game. Hit forty. Yep. Like, I don't know how this team can run on this level of gas for the entire season. Like, when you look at this lineup, itch Doncic or bust. Well, Doncic. I think Doncic. I th- <laughs> I think you're right where they're going to run out of gas, but that's kind of been their mo. Like, hey, we're gonna do, we're just gonna ride the back of Luca, and when he tires out, we're gonna lose. And Bro, th- that, like, that's I, why they fall I, I short. Know I know that we all saw Giannis like make this run with the Bucks, and people believe like, oh, they didn't have to build a super team or whatever. They have good players. They have very good players in the Bucks when they won that championship. Like it wasn't just Giannis, and it just can't be just Luca. Like I feel like they kind of let him down at the at the at the trade deadline. Like you you gave you gave him a backup. He didn't need a backup. He's playing every damn minute there is. Like what what Jalen Brunson is putting up all sorts of shots. 
Luca's doing everything. He's rebounding. He's assisting. He's scoring. There's no room for Spencer Dinwiddie here. Like, what's he going to do? So is the best player that they've put around Luca in his time with them, it's safe to say it's Porzingis? I don't know. I feel like he likes Jalen and- Brunson more. Yeah, and I feel I, like, I mean, him like and Brunson have like a very like very good chemistry rolling here, and I think that's more Luca's doing than the Mavericks bringing actually talented people around him. I think Jalen mm-hmm. Brunson's good player. Don't get me wrong, but like mm-hmm. when they brought him in, it wasn't like they were getting some big ticket free agent or anything. Right. You know, I I just think what they're doing to his career is a travesty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I they, I have they heard drafted reports. in the same class. Brunson and, and Doncic, I think they came in together. Okay, or Brunson might have been a year earlier, if that. Okay, I, th- I think they came in together, but I, either way, like they're they have a connection. Like it's 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 them, and that's it. Like everybody else, you can sprinkle in your production, your points, your rebounds, whatever. Maxi, you want to hit a three? Cool. Yeah, we'll let you do that. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, yeah, you're a power forward now. I don't know, like when did that happen? You know what I mean? Like it's a smaller lineup. It's not deep. I don't know how they're going to make a run here. I I love Spencer Dinwiddie, but he's going to rot away, you know, on this roster for fantasy value. Anyways, like I saw, you know, Reggie Bullock, you know, he might be, um, might be a game time decision in their next game. They're going to start Josh Green instead. Like mm-hmm. what? Like Spencer Dinwiddie, like over Josh Green, like what? Like come on, man. I mean, I don't know. I I guess it would be tough for Dinwiddie to play the the three, but I feel like you could just play Brunson, Dinwiddie, and Doncic one through three and have a nice little rotation. I mean. Doncic grabs like 10 boards a game. He could play power four. He's better power four than Dorian Finney-Smith. Oh, yeah. And Dorian Finney-Smith just got paid, too. What did he get paid? I mean, all these dudes get like paid, paid. Like in, in Yeah, return, I was like, like I, think, actual I want to say it's like four years, 75 mil extension or something. Yeah, yeah Dorian Finney-Smith, you owe 10% of your check to Enos Freedom. All right, dude's getting blackballed <laughs> so that everybody else can have their Chinese uh, or ch- not Chinese, but China TV contract built into their uh, t- into their deals. Okay, it's ridiculous. Seventy five million for Dorian Finney Smith averages ten and five, and you know grabs some steals, like plays good defense. Like, I pff, blows my mind, man. Kids, again, continue playing basketball. Parents, make your kids oh, play yeah. basketball. Like. Do you see what's happening with Major League Baseball right now? Screw those contracts. We want basketball money. Come on now. Get your kids in the gym. All right. Next up, we've got, uh, man, super disappointing on this one. I was very angry. Matisse Thibel, what is going on with dude? He is doing absolutely nothing, Steve. He has had minutes. He has had opportunity. He is doing nothing with them. Nothing. And that shelling against Boston, he played 23 minutes. Should have played a lot more. He only had eight fantasy points. A free throw, one point, a rebound, two assists. Ain't doing dinky do. And now James Harden's going to start games. Like, how can we trust this guy? Yeah, I think that it's a no go. You're not going to trust him for the rest of the year. Really, all he is, you know, on ball defender for them who just can absolutely wear someone down, but he doesn't add in enough points. He doesn't grab any rebounds. Uh, you know, he has uh, his good nights. He's doing a lot. You know, steals, blocks, mm-hmm. anything along that. But there is no upside here. And you said it. They add James Harden and they try and get this new team that they've put together rolling. Batiste Thibel is not going to be in there. He's going to be in there late in the game, playing some defense and games that are tight. And that's about it. So fantasy value is absolutely in the tank. He scored double digits once in the last 10 games. Like, how? How? 
after the break, they had nobody. Like they gave away half their freaking roster. Well, not half their roster, but key guys. Like guys that are playing key minutes. Like, come on. Like, oh, yeah. He's driving me absolutely nuts. I was like, oh, I'm going to get me some thigh bowl. I had him on my team. I had him on my team for those two starts on the 15th and 17th. Losing my mind. I was like, oh, the Boston game. It's an anomaly. It'll be fine. It'll be cool. Lots of minutes, lots of usage. Got 15 minutes. Got 15 mm-hmm. minutes and a 123, 121 up against the Bucks. The hell out of here, Matisse Thibel. Killing me. Killing me. All right, last one up here, and we're going to get out of here. We got uh, Quinton Grimes of the New York Knicks. This one's a little bit more interesting. Like, he's not owned at a high rate, but his production's been really good. But teams are dropping him. Like, if you go on Yahoo and you look at like the top players being dropped, Quinton Grimes is like in the top five. So I really don't understand this. In his last four games, he's gotten over 30, uh, 31 minutes. And in one of those games, he hit 40 minutes. There's points, there's defense, there's three point shooting here. Like, he's not getting to the free throw line if you're really, really worried about that. But I don't know. Like, wh- am I missing something here, Steve? Also, keep in mind today, they, like, yes. just before our show, just before our show, they announced that they're shutting down, shutting down Kemba Walker for the year. Like, he's not hurt. Like, he doesn't have COVID. He's just like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm done. Done for the year. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch and I'm going to learn some stuff from, you know, potentially Quentin Grimes and Alec Burks. What's going on here? Yeah, I, I think with Kemba being shut down, this is huge for Grimes. I'm not – I don't think he's going to be like a mainstay on your on your roster. I just think he is – he's going to be worse streams. Um, he, he shoots the three ball very, very well. Um, so he, he can add in points. That's not something I'm going to worry about from him. Um, you'd want to see him maybe facilitate a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. But he's just that kind of catch-shoot type of guy and if he's seeing upwards of 30 plus minutes i don't i don't see why he's only five percent rostered right now i think this is more of an ad than a drop in my opinion yeah i i agree with you as well um but the where i got him was from the drop list uh on yahoo the like the the highly ranked drop players so where we where we target our our safe drops and i'm just like hmm like this seems like a discussion piece here because it doesn't really add up uh the math isn't there as they say uh like i said Minutes, usage, stats. It's, he's checking all boxes here. Uh, Quentin Grimes should not be at the uh, the bottom of the barrel. He should be at the top for sure. So definitely somebody to go out and uh, to go out and scope out. Only five percent rostered. That's crazy. I mean, that's got to climb today. I mean, we literally just off got that, that news. Yep. Yeah, off off of Kemba, like not that long ago. So I have to imagine, you know, he's going to climb this evening. But you know, if you're listening tonight or early tomorrow morning, definitely someone you want to get on. Um, in the wee hours here, because yeah, that ad rate is going to climb uh, for certain. He will not be a uh, a well kept secret. We'll say. Let me take a look at Derek Rose just really quick. I just want to see where he's at as far as like return and recovery. I know it's close, and I would assume like that probably plays a role into Kemba, you know, being sidelined. It does say that he could be back to twenty five, which is let me say very exciting for one of my fantasy teams, Steve. Like. I'm hmm. I'm actually pretty pumped about that. So that's 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 good to see. I did not know that he was that close. He practiced Wednesday in full. That's today, 223. <coughs> Excuse me. So definitely something to monitor there. Maybe Grimes really is only going to be, you know, um a short-term type of stream player, you know, with Rose coming back. But even with Rose there, you know, you're still looking at D Rose, uh Manuel Quickly, Alec Burks, Fournier, and Grimes. Grimes, you know, been coming off the bench. Um, was starting for a bit there, but you know, maybe that maybe that's the case. Maybe that's why people are dropping at a high rate. But they definitely didn't know about Kemba getting the OFS designation just yet. So, um, going to be an interesting one to follow. Sounds like me and Steve both like him. Oh yeah. All right, we're going to head out of here, Steve. Uh, let uh, good folks know where they can find you on the Twitter machine. 
Uh, yeah, find me on Twitter at Stephen Hammon. Um, I'll be there tweeting. Right on, right on. You can find me on Twitter at T-I-T-T-H-J-B, and be sure to follow the gambling po- Sports Gambling Podcast Network, excuse me, at Gambling Podcast on Twitter. Take care, be well, be good, and if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.